Hi, you're listening to A Brit Difficult with August. A Brit Difficult is a podcast aimed at intermediate learners of English, and we focus particularly on British English. We're here to bring you new phrases, new vocabulary, explanations of grammar, and a chance to hear many different voices from all around the UK, both learners and native speakers. Welcome back to another episode of A Brit Difficult. Hope you're all well. Uh, I'm back today with an episode that's a little bit different than our previous episodes. I'm going to talk a little bit about pronunciation. So this is something that is really specific to just English in general, Um, but some of the ways that I might pronounce it um, will perhaps give you an idea of how these sounds might sound in English in the UK Um, and I'm going to do my best to explain them but they are a little bit difficult. Some of the biggest problems people have when learning English um, do include knowing when to pronounce things a certain way, how to pronounce letters, Um, if you're coming from a language where the letters and sounds are always the same, for example Japanese or Spanish uh, where the vowels are set be pronounced one way, uh, usually a, u, i, e, o, Um, then when you see English and some of the combinations of vowels in particular, it can be quite difficult uh, to figure out how to pronounce things. So I'm going to talk about the seven main diphthongs that we have in English. Uh, A diphthong is a combination of letters that make a sound and that sound might be quite different to how it's written down in the word. So I'm going to talk about the sounds, give a few examples, talk about how those sounds might be spelled in English words. As those of you who are learning English or who have learned English probably already know, there are so many exceptions in English. Um, Even if I try to explain some rules or something, there's going to be lots of exceptions. So I'm going to do my best, and I hope that this helps to understand it a little bit more, but don't be surprised if you still find some exceptions along the way. So apologies for that, but that is is unfortunately the, the way it is when you're learning English. So the first sound that I'm going to talk about is, um, ear. Ear. So... This sound um, can appear in different ways. Um, It could be an E-R, it could be an E-A-R, it could be an E-E-R. So some examples uh, might be zero, which is Z-E-R-O, clear, C-L-E-A-R, beer, which is B-E-E-R, um, let's think. There would also be, um, we would also have deer, so that would be D-E-E-R as in the animal, also the word deer as in to a certain person, uh, like dear, mister, or missus, blah 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 in a letter, D-E-A-R, uh, hear, as in to hear something, H-E-A-R, ear, um, the things on the side of your head that you listen with, E-A-R, um, cheer, which is C-H-E-E-R, and so on and so forth. So that's the first one of um, these diphthong sounds. 
So they can appear in a few different ways, but the sound is an ear sound, ear. The second one is ur, and this could appear as maybe a ur or an oor. So two examples there might be cure, c-u-r-e, to cure somebody, to make them better, or poor, p-o-o-r, poor, as in the opposite of rich. Um, a few other examples would be um, sure, to be sure of something, s-u-r-e. Um, you could also see this as o-u-r, like tall, um, or pour, as in to pour water, so not the pour that we already mentioned, p-o-o-r, but p-o-u-r, as in to pour a liquid, to pour water, for example. So uh, especially that o-u can be a bit tricky because sometimes that will be pronounced differently, um, but if you hear it, I think, with an r, you can be quite certain that it's going to be this or this or or sound, uh, so poor, cure, sure, uh, etc. Um, so that's the second one. The next one is a a. So this can appear as an a by itself, which can be one of the most confusing. Again, if you're coming from a language where that is always pronounced as an a. Um, getting used to pronouncing it as a long A sound can be really tricky. So an example of this would be face, for example, F-A-C-E. You can also see this as an A-I, so uh, main, uh, remain, um, pain, for example. And then you can also see it as an A-Y, so in the word day or today, for example, you get that A-Y on the end, um, to pay, um, what other examples would there be? Uh, pray, perhaps, uh, say, these are all ending in A-Y, so that's quite a common, um, way that you'll see this sound pronounced, uh, or written, sorry. Um, so yeah, A, that's the, the fourth one. Um, the next one would be a O sound, so O, and this often appears as an O by itself, such as home, H-O-M-E. Uh, it can be an O-W, so grow, blow, show, or it could be an O-A sound, so load. L-O-A-D, for example. Um, that one's quite tricky because the O and the A together might look a bit unusual. Uh, you could also have the word go, so. Um, bow, that would be B-O-W. So it can be really tempting to read that as bow, which is another English word, actually, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but it does change the meaning. So bow, with this long O sound that I mentioned, is going to be either some kind of ribbon, like an accessory, um, or maybe a bow that you play a violin with, so an instrument. Uh, but a bow um, would be a part of a ship or a boat. 
So the the difference in the meaning there can be quite important. Of course, also, bow can be a verb, to bow, as in to move your body forward to show respect, perhaps. So um, a few different meanings there. But anyway, let's move on to the next one. Um, so the next one is oi. Oi. Uh, so this can be seen as an oi, such as in the word coin, as in money, or join, J-O-I-N, to put things together. Um, you can also see it as an oy, so in the word joy, like happiness, or enjoy. Um, you could also see this um, in the word oil. So the sound comes at the beginning there, oil, oi. Uh, voice. Um, another oy sound would be boy, so b-o-y. So we can see that as usually an oi or an oy sound, um, and it's this oi <laughs> sound, which sounds a bit funny when you say it by itself. Okay, next one would be ow, um, and this is usually uh, appearing as either ou or ow. So some examples of the ou would be sound, s-o-u-n-d, um, around, so A-R-O-U-N-D. Um, you could also have um, count, C-O-U-N-T. Uh, found, F-O-U-N-D. And in terms of O-W, uh, you could have uh, town, T-O-W-N. Uh, owl, as in the, the bird. O-W-L. Um, lots of other examples that there could be, but there's just a few for you. So that could be O-U or O-W. So the last one, which is the seventh one, is an I sound. I. Um, so this is either usually an I by itself, an I-E, or a Y. Um, so again, lots of different ways that this can appear, so it can be quite tricky. Um, you could have the word find. F-I-N-D, um, mind, M-I-N-D, as in um, the, the place where you have thoughts, <laughs> mind, or remind, uh, R-E-M-I-N-D, to remind somebody of something, uh, wind, so that's when you wrap something around something else, uh, you could have pie, P-I-E, cry, C-R-Y, um, the word I, as in the first person, so I am blah blah blah, I, that's also the same pronunciation, fight, that one's quite tricky because that has this weird G-H, it has F-I-G-H-T, um, but that I by itself is actually pronounced I, it's fight, uh, also the word sight is the same, it also has this G-H after it, um, so sight. Um, also the word sigh. Uh, so that's making this noise of like, <sighs> so that's S-I-G-H. So actually this G-H comes after I quite often when it's pronounced as I instead of E. Um, and that is the main seven diphthong or sounds, um, kind of pattern of sounds that we have in English.
Um, again, these are not specific to just British English, but in definitely in certain parts of the UK, and even just listening to my pronunciation, you might find that it sounds different to people you've heard speak English from other English-speaking countries. Um, so I'm trying to expose you to at least how one person would pronounce um, these sounds. Uh, a really interesting project that I wanted to mention that you could have a look at um, if you're interested in pronunciation, particularly in the north of England, is a project called Manchester Voices. Um, so I know about this project because the professors working on it um, were actually teaching on a, a course that I did in the past. And they basically get people from all around Greater Manchester um, to basically say words and talk and talk about how they pronounce things. And it's it's all featuring people who are from particularly Greater Manchester. So that's like the a part of the northern part of England. So if you're going to be coming to the northern part of England or if you're interested specifically in Manchester and some other areas around Manchester or just hearing an accent that is different um, to, to my accent and to other accents that you might be hearing in media, this is a really good thing you could check out. So I'll leave a link to that in the episode notes. Feel free to check that out um, and let me know what you think. That's it for today's episode. I hope that was helpful um, and I'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, um, take care. And if you have any questions, any feedback, please do drop me an email on abritdifficult at gmail.com.